This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. SBN. Shop Black Friday every day and get the best new deals all month long only at Lowe's. Right now, bring home a select DeWalt drill or impact driver or Cobalt 40-volt blower for just $99. And order by 2 p.m. for same-day delivery. Because Lowe's knows deals. Bow through 1031. While supplies last, selection varies by location. Same-day delivery by 8 p.m. for eligible in-stock items. Subject to driver availability. Fees vary based on purchase. Additional terms apply. See Lowe's.com slash same-day delivery for details. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. <laughs> no, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interview. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interview. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where there's rubble enough. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, Friday. Ken Reeves, so Jason Smith joins us in the next segment. We have to talk to Jason about all kinds of things, including the Memphis Tiger basketball team gets underway this weekend. Stunning how uh, time flies. Uh, so Memphis Tiger basketball team gets, uh, they played Lane College um, Sunday. We'll talk to Jason about that and more. Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. Grizzlies tonight. Remember, that's an early game. Bring a clear bag. If you bring a bag, make sure it's a clear bag. And make sure you're there early because it's a 6 o'clock tip. And so um, uh, be there early tonight. We'll talk to Chris about the Denver Nuggets coming to town. And then, some of you know this, but every college football season before the year begins, I go to uh, my bank and I walk in. I normally... 
you know, I, I I drive through the bank or I go, you know, I go to the I go to the machine. But for this particular purpose, I always walk into the bank, sort of ceremonial, and I ask for the crispest one hundred dollar bills that they have. And then I, I collect them and I bring them in and I hand them to Jeffrey. And I say, Jeffrey, here, I'm trusting you with my retirement. I'm trusting you with my future. Um, and uh, I'd like you to go forth and invest this money. And it has, I got to tell you, it has been one of my wisest investments over the course of, uh, of doing this. Last year was a bit of a hiccup. But it feels like, Jeffrey, is it possible we're back in the black? We are back in the, I, I, you know, it's the same way they tell you with your, uh, with your, you know, if you have some kind of a 401k or some invest, you're not supposed to check it every day. You know, you're not supposed to invest it and, 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 and hold, buy and hold. And that's what I do with Jeffrey. I don't like, I'm not sitting there every Saturday checking off wins or losses, but I do have a vague sense. And as the day was proceeding Saturday, I'm like, Ooh, that's a winner. Ooh, that's a winner. Ooh, that's a winner. Oh, that's a winner. So, Jeffrey, where are we? How was last week? Jeff, we had a great week last that's week. That's what I thought. But we're not here to talk about that because we're <laughs> on to next week. We did. It, there were many out there asking for comment about my outstanding 4-0 start in the morning slate. Yeah. And, again, I, I appreciated you're, you're all focused. of the interest. I appreciated everyone out there rooting with me, and I understand that. But I was not worried about that 4-0 start. I was worried about finishing the day, and we went 9-4. and 9-4. And, and so... For the year, 57-50-2, 53.2%. your $1,000 is now $1,220. That's good, because i got to tell you, some of the other, the 40, actual 401k is going the other direction. So this has been uh, really good and heartening to me. I'll, of course, have a full earnings report. There were those who doubted. Yes. Never me. Never, no, of course never not. Even no. a moment. Even when it seemed like the first two weeks, you couldn't wait to point out how even many losses a, I had. Yes, a, no, I, kn- I knew the whole time you were right there with I me. I was right there with you every step mm-hmm. of the way. Yeah. Uh, and so, so we're all, I just, I noticed. I bet the people on social media were too. I've just noticed, you know, the first couple of weeks, a lot uh-huh. of people out there can't wait to fade, can't wait to fade, can't mm-hmm. wait to fade. How are they? Not where a lot are they now? Not a lot of chirping now? out there right not now. Not a lot of chirping. Not out a lot there of chirping. Now, right? So uh, Jeffrey will give you his uh, his bets in the second hour. So it's uh, Jason Smith, then Chris Harrington, uh, and then uh, Jeffrey with his bets. Um, we have a lot to talk about today, including um, first of all, they haven't caught that dude. It, is it's kind of like I sadly mass shootings. Every third day, it feels like in America now. Once upon a time, like I remember there was a, when I was a kid, there was a shooting at the University of Texas. Guy got up at a tower, I think. Yeah. And, and like, it was the news of the year. We were, you know, transfixed and horrified and whatever because there was this shooting. Look at the, Google when that was. The University of Texas tower shooting, whenever that was. And it was, oh, my God. Holy smokes. This is. It's a new thing. And now it's uh, eh. August 1st, 1966. Really? Yep. Uh, the University of Texas Tower shooting. 66? Yep. How many died in that? 
Uh, he shot and killed 15 people, including an unborn child, injured 31 others before he was killed by uh, Austin police. And um, I, I don't know how I remember that because I was five, so maybe I don't. Maybe I'm, I, maybe I'm, I'm projecting my memory of that. But anyway, so now it's like uh, this is this is a this is a Wednesday. I was a Wednesday in America, and uh, but I I cannot remember. You can certainly remember fugitives. There was a guy in Pennsylvania just like a month ago, right? Yeah, but I can't remember a mass shooter fugitive who's been out there for 24 hours. I mean, the the last thing that I remember, and it's not nearly the same because of the mass aspect, but the last thing I can remember was the DC sniper. DC sniper. Because remember, he was he'd, on the road. He'd shoot, but it wasn't. Different. It was not. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. He was, and he had multiple. He had multiple occasions. Yes. Right. Multi. Yeah. Yeah. So you got these whole towns on lockdown there, and um, and 350 people, I think, they said looking for him. And um, so that is continuing um, in the world. There was sad news uh, in that Bobby Bingo Smith uh, died. Bobby Bingo Smith, of course, is remembered as a, a great NBA player, great player at Tulsa, and a great player at Melrose, where he averaged 32.7 points a game. He has this place in Memphis history um, as, so nationally, if you talk about the integration of the University of Alabama football team, the story is Bam Cunningham, right? Like it's, it's you, uh, 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 Alabama played USC, Alabama got hammered by USC, Bam Cunningham ran all over Alabama, and that persuaded Bear Bryant, not in his uh, sense of social justice or anything else, but like time to recruit black time football to players. Time to recruit black football players because it's time to win. Uh, Bobby Bingo Smith um, scored 32.7 points a game at Melrose and was not welcome at the University of Memphis. Um which is an embarrassment, of course. Um, it is the way it was not so long ago. Um, and uh, and so he played basketball at Tulsa, then went on to the If I recall, wasn't NBA. he the reason why when Larry Finch decided he did want to go to Memphis, yeah, wasn't why, he, he was used yeah. as an example. Of why not to yes, go. Correct. Yeah, so then, so then, th- th- then, um, he came back, I think. He played, Tulsa played Memphis at the Mid-South Coliseum in 1966. And so uh, what happens next? Herb Hilliard in 1967 becomes the first African-American scholarship player at the University of Memphis. And then, yes, as the story goes, uh, when Memphis is recruiting uh, Larry Finch and Ronnie Robinson, those in the Melrose community was, were like, screw that. We see how Memphis treats African-Americans, then Memphis State, treats African-Americans don't go there. And uh, Leonard Draper talks about this all the time. And, um, and that Larry Finch um, said, no, I, I want to be home and I want to play for uh, Memphis State. And so he did. Um, but it is to Memphis's shame that um, someone like Bobby Bingo Smith was not welcome at Memphis State. And, of course, 
he represented so many um, regular students who for many, many years were not welcome at Memphis State. And, and that's the way uh, school systems, that's the way universities operated uh, back then. That's the way America operated back then. Uh, Bobby Bingo Smith has passed away. Better news, University of Women's soccer team won again, uh, beating Tulsa. Bobby's, uh, Bobby's alma mater, uh, two zip. They are perfect, a perfect 9-0 and in conference for the season for Take the for first time ever. So that happened um, last night. And then also, happily, my Buffalo Bills uh, prevailed. Whew. Uh, 24 to 18 over the Tampa Bay Bucks in the Thursday night game. I, you know what, Jeffrey, I watched it and I watched it because I've given up on them. Like it was easier for You're me. You're at peace. I'm, it was easier for me to watch it because I'm like, they're not that good. Like I'm, I'm they're. This is not a Super Bowl year. I'm okay. Whatever. They're not that good. And honestly, the best part for me watching it, it must be. If you grew up in Memphis and you live somewhere else, and during the playoffs you see a game at FedEx Forum and you see all those people going crazy, you're like, can confirm. Those are my people. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, when you were when you when were, I was in college, when you were in college, my senior year was the 2011 like, run. It wasn't one of the best parts seeing not just the Grizzlies but seeing Memphis. It was and seeing the people in the arena. Well, it was the best, and it was also like, a, I think I'm moving home. <laughs> Yeah, that, it was it was one of those moments. Well, so, uh, some of you might be eager for me to move home, but I'm not moving home. But for me, honestly, the best part last night might have been watching those Bills fans because um, those are those are my people, and it was it was a raucous scene last night. But once again, they showed the man, the myth, the legend. How flawed they are! Oh, no, I, thought, like, I thought you were talking about Fitzmagic when he took his shirt off. Well, yeah, the, that, that was, was magnificent electric. too. That was electric. Amazing. Um, I mean, Josh was good, really good. Um, Got the ball out. Thirty-one of forty, three hundred twenty-four yards, and the interception was a deflection. I, like whatever, it's four straight games he's thrown if, an interception. If Josh plays like that, you will take it every week. The guy has a freaking rocket. Yes. It is amazing watching that laser, and it is amazing they went in the same draft. Baker was good though. You know, Baker wasn't Baker wasn't bad. I I contend Baker siege. Baker's always going to get blamed for the Bucks, but he's not their problem. No, he is not their problem. And I mean, honestly, like that Hail Mary throw, I get it. It's Woo! there's luck involved, but that was could he, have been caught if if he, he just turns around. If literally Chris got and he was interfered with, like yeah, sort but of, I mean, but the, that's going to happen the, on a Hail Mary. Everyone there were call a million. I agree with Al. You could have called ten uh-huh, different penalties, exactly. but but he could have caught it if he had just looked up earlier. Correct. Um, and so I, I just can't, I couldn't freaking believe that here we were at the end of a yet another game with the Bills having a chance to lose in the last, you know, that happened at the end of the Giants game. They happened to win, happened last week. They happened to lose, happened this, you know, it's just, uh, anyway. Who is the defensive lineman that I would like tried for war crimes for the face mask? I laid nine and a half last night. Uh, yeah, that game was over. Yeah. That game was over. It was over multiple times. Um, so, um, there you go. And then there were a couple of interesting NBA games. Well, you got the mini buy and then the Bengals. Yeah. It, you look at the Bills' schedule now going forward. The Bills have right now have, have struggled with the Giants, struggled with the Bucks, lost to the Patriots and lost to the Jags. Look who they have coming up. It's another reason why I'm, again, this isn't a Bill show. I don't want to focus on the Bills too much, but it's another reason why I've moved on. Um, who do they have, Jeffrey? Uh, coming up in the second half of the season. So they'll have 
obviously the the mini buy mm-hmm. at Cincinnati yep. on November fifth. Then they have the Broncos at home. That's a happy happy event. The uh-huh. Jets at home. Surprisingly tough now. Yeah, I'm still and, waiting. I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm I'm reserving judgment. Mm-hmm. At Philly. Mm-hmm. Bye week. Mm-hmm. Get right week. Mm-hmm. At, at Kansas City. At Philly. At Kansas City. How's this feel? Yeah, exactly. Dallas at home. Yep. Win against the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Patriots at home. Already lost to them. And then they close with the Dolphins. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's not great. Anyway, uh, Milwaukee, re- really good game uh, last night. Milwaukee beats Philadelphia Dame with 39, including the last 11 and a three basically to salt that one away. And then the Lakers, <clears throat> that heroic LeBron James, that guy is a gamer, isn't he? He's a hero. He played the entire fourth quarter. You know, something might come of him one day. And, uh, I mean, it is amazing. It was PTSD. It, it is amazing. It was PTSD back to game four, though. The just let him drive to the, you know what yeah. I mean? Let him, let him just have, like, he doesn't want to take the jumper. Like, 35 minutes, 21 points, uh, nine assists, eight rebounds, 80, 30, and 12. Uh, Suns without Booker, without Beal. KD gets 39, but they only score 11 in the fourth quarter, and they lose. So, uh, moving on. A couple of things today, Jeffrey, that I want to talk about. Okay. One, it has been called to my attention. We've talked a lot about the the reasons for the Grizzlies' struggles. Mm -hmm. And they've got Denver tonight. Indeed. It has been called to my attention that there's someone watching Grizzlies games. Ah. Back when now who did not used to watch Grizzlies games yeah. back when they won. Yep. And this person is now watching Grizzlies games. Yes, she is. And the entire universe yeah. has, like, I hate, I, no, it, I, it, I pains think me I think to, it pains no, me to do this, Jeffrey. I'm all about transparency, and I think Josephine we need to get this out Wright, there. One yes, Josephine we, Wright, she knows her father as a champion uh, in Writer Than Right Trivia. Yes, she knows her father as a as a, a a winning prognosticator, of course. But is Josephine right? The reason for the Grizzlies' misfortune, because I hate to say this, Grizzlies have never won a game while she has been watching. No, listen, and this is we'd love we'd love to spin zone it, but the reality is we believe in personal accountability. Uh huh. She and I had a very difficult conversation uh, yesterday for a team meeting, and like the Bulls. And did she point out how is it her fault that the Grizzlies went one of ten in transition? How is it her fault that the Grizzlies continued to miss layups? How is it her fault that Luke Kennard went zero for five from three and Jaron Jackson? Only had eight points. I don't know. All I know is that like, she can say that, but the, here's the truth. Let's let's look at causality. Exactly. Before she showed up as a Grizz watcher, was Luke Kennard able to hit three-pointers? I pointed out to her, sweetie, he hit ten threes in one game. Right. Before you started Correct. watching. Correct. I mean, I, I understand you try to shrug this off. And, I, and, and I understand that she wants to sit there and, and say that this was a team effort. Right. But I had to explain to her, it's all about personal accountability. All, it is all about personal accountability. And so, she did hit the film room hard yesterday. Uh, well, that's a good thing. She, uh, got, she got into the film room. She went deep into the film. And she assures me that tonight can't count for her record. Um. We have uh, the the world champions in town tonight at FedEx Forum. Uh, let's see. 
John Morant's out. You knew that. Uh, Brandon Clark is out. You knew that. Steven Adams is out. <laughs> you knew that. And then we learned yesterday that Santi Aldama, out again. And now, added to the list, Luke Kennard, out. Concussion protocol. I would ask you this. Like, I, I, I we have seen... We have seen inspired miracle performances. The, no, the, the, the Grizzlies standard, going into Cleveland. Just right? the standard NBA no apparent reason win. Yes. The Grizzlies, when TNT came to town. Was that TNT yep. that came to town? When TNT came. Was it ESPN that came to town? Are you talking was about it? after the week from the hell? Brooklyn game. Oh, that was ESPN. And when ESPN came to town. Yeah, it was ESPN. When ESPN came to town, moved in, whatever else. And uh, no jaw, like it was, a, and they absolutely, uh, and they and they beat the and they beat Brooklyn um, with rose, Durant rose and Kyrie going insane. Yeah, with Durant and Kyrie going insane. How the hell do you explain that? Right. Correct. Uh, Tony Allen and the Grizz going into Cleveland to beat LeBron James and the Cavs. How do you explain that? And so this could be another simply inexplicable. Win. I would have said the same thing before Tony Allen and the Grizzlies went into Cleveland. I would have said, yeah, come on, let's be serious. Or I would have said, I'll believe it when I see it. Or I'll believe no chance. That is what I'm saying tonight. And I do think it hurts if you're looking for inexplicable wins. It hurts that it's game two. Because... And second home game, like back, not only game two, but Denver's like back, not back. bored yet. Right. You know what I mean? Denver's not bored yet. And the Denver's grind not, of the season. The grind of the season hasn't whatever. They're like, they're still fresh as a whatever. Daisy? Daisy. Is anything else fresh? I don't like the fresh as a daisy. Fresh as a daisy. The food at Bounty? Fresh as a, like the food at, that is still wonderfully fresh. Um, so, um, like, I don't see it, but what the hell? I suppose, right? I suppose you tell me how. Why not us? Why not? <laughs> why not us? I'm not given a very good speech. Here's the thing: if you're discouraged about this out there, Memphians, and you may well be, because I fully do expect. I don't want to be the naysayer, but I do fully expect to wake up tomorrow morning, and the Grizzlies will be 0 and 2 on the season. And that will be discouraging if that is the way it transpires. But you tell me, Jeffrey. Let's say that tonight Jokic didn't play. And uh, he's their, he's their jaw, right? No question. And that uh, Aaron Gordon didn't play. Another starter. He's their Steve, we'll call yep. him their Steven Adams. And then we'll, uh, we'll just take two bench players because they, they really don't have much of a bench now anyway. Correct. So um, Christian Braun and Reggie Jackson. Okay. So neither of those, none of those people play. I'll be honest, I think the Grizzlies would be favored, and I like their chances. Agreed. I mean, despite the fact that none of those guys are listed as, you know, questionable, it's still only a five-and-a-half-point line, which is not nothing. I mean, that's two full possessions in the NBA, but that's still not, it's not like they're rolling in here as double-digit favorites. How? Okay. Let's say they lose tonight. How important? No game is important. They're all just one of 82. It's so early. It's a long season. All of that. 
but psychologically. That Wizards game tomorrow. How well, big, and, how, and how I mean, you want to talk about how, bad spot. How big will that be? You want to talk about bad spot. The Wizards didn't play last night. They're not going to play tonight. And then they'll host the Grizzlies tomorrow. And then the Grizzlies are moving the game. Okay. I, I'm prepared to be fine if they're 0-2 tomorrow. How am I going to – how are you going to feel Monday? Dallas coming to town if they're at that point 0-3. I mean, you're not going to feel great. And this was kind of what Eric and I talked about yesterday, or Eric, Mark, and I talked about yesterday. The key for the Grizzlies is you can have bad nights. You just cannot let it stockpile and just pile up, and then it, then it becomes you know, to the point of paralyzing because you feel like you've dug yourself this hole. And that, of course, won't happen through three games. But at the same time, like, they do need to have some <laughs> – they need to have some positive reinforcement in the sense of, like, you know – they're not just like it's one thing to play and get beat. It was another thing to play like they did the other night on whatever Wednesday night. Like there was not a lot, not a lot of encouraging to take away from that. Uh, other than on. hey, Des was great. A win improves the old spirits. It's a lot like you know. It's like it's like at the beginning of those Memphis Tiger games when we've seen them over the past few years when everyone has to stand up before uh, as st- the fans have. Uh, I hate this thing, by the way. They're supposed to stand up until the team scores. Mm -hmm. And at some point. Your feet go numb. When the team doesn't score and the team doesn't score and like it starts to become. And then there's and then you get to the first timeout. Yes. And then they everyone sits down, or you have you can see a sit down during the timeout. Can, can we get you, you're looking around like, are we allowed to what do we, what do, we do? We still sit down up then again. get up. Yep. At some point, it's the same thing, and it becomes it's it starts to take a toll on your psyche. If you lose okay, lose one of the Pelicans, fine. Ah, lose to Denver. And eh, the world champions and we're shorthanded, fine. But then if you lose to the Wizards, even though as you point out, well rested Wizards. There's nothing like a well-rested wizard. They're better with their spells when they're well-rested. No question. And then you've got... Although Harry Potter seemed to do pretty well without sleep. Dallas coming in. Like, you don't want these to stack up. I mean, this is an obvious observation. You don't want losses to stack up. But somehow getting that first one does make you feel better about yourself, right? Well, yeah, because it also is just like, all right, like we remember how to Fine. do this. <sighs> well, tonight... Tonight, the uh, the Nuggets roll into town again. Early game, and um, uh, and so make sure you're there uh, in in plenty of uh, uh, plenty of time uh, for the tip. Other things uh, that will be happening today or this weekend. A Top Golf opens today, Jeffrey. Uh, when are you going to head on out anytime soon? You have so, uh, been to Top Golf. Yeah, I I I enjoy it. And actually, my wife enjoys it. Who's not like the world's biggest golf fan? But- fan, but she likes that. Obviously, one of the issues we have is we have a two-month-old. <laughs> that is correct. Right. So the, 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 the afore, we the aforementioned Josephine. We, yes, correct. Uh, the, the, the Grizzlies apparently bad luck charm. Um, I, I mean, I suspect we're going to go. I don't have a, I, we have not a, set a target date. Right. But you will, you will. Yes, be absolutely. All right. And then, uh, and then this weekend, we've got two um, two University of Memphis events. Uh, one, the football team plays North Texas, and then two, the basketball team plays Lane College. That's just sort of fun to see them, right? Like, particularly, I mean, taking them in reverse order, 
particularly because it's an all-new team, right? Literally, it's an all-new team. There wasn't a, uh, there wasn't a, uh, you know, we didn't have the midnight madness to where the fans could first set eyes on them, unless you happen to be a student. And so, I enjoy that first first chance to see the team. Obviously, won't mean a whole lot, but um, but that'll be interesting. And then, in terms of the North Texas game, it feels very much like the UAB game. Like it is a team that can score. Um, they have a quarterback. Uh, sort of, they're, they're a air raid type of team, right? They're a, they're yeah, a their coach is a leech. Is he a leech. played for leech. Yeah, is a leech guy. They do, however. And, 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 of course, this is the Seth Hennigan homecoming game. Indeed. Uh, and and all of that. Um, it's fairly an astounding it's number. Morse, right? I think that's the They give up 255 yards on the ground per game. Oh, I mean, I think they're like 100. That's just astonishing. I mean, the, the offenses are very similarly ranked. I think, like, the Tigers are around 30, and I think North Texas is 35. The key difference is... Memphis's offense is in or defense is in the nineties and SP plus and then Whew. North Texas is like one thirty. And I feel even better about it after seeing how Memphis I know they they muddled along in the first half, but seeing how Memphis handled UAB, um uh, the way John Martin phrased it is they proved they were in a different weight class than UAB. And let's be honest, North Texas should be in the same weight class as UAB. You're in a different weight class than than North Texas. Yes. Um. All right, we are going to take a break. We're going to come back. This was a six and six. It was a six and six CUSA team last year that fired the coach. Right. Uh, we're going to come back talk to Jason Smith on the other side. Uh, I was. We took calls yesterday, and um, I do like it when because I can tell you about like I can tell you about our sponsors all I want. Um, you know, I can I can tell you uh about the pork confit at Bounty on Broad. Um, but when someone during our calls yesterday said that they saw me on the concourse and that that O-call was looking good, it does just kind of reaffirm what, everything I've been telling you about O-call because no one ever said that about me before. <laughs> that is one thing that no one ever said about me. And uh, listen, I can still... Uh, muddle up what they do. But, I mean, the truth of the matter is uh, I was wearing Faraday slacks from O'Call. I was wearing a sport coat from O'Call. I was wearing a shirt from O. Like, I was wearing stuff from O'Call. And they are, I mean, right now you go in there and and it's it's absolutely perfect peak of fall, you know, quarter zips and outerwear and, and sweaters and all of that. But, like, it's in the end, it's the fact that I walk in there and, and the people have been working there, you know, a, a lot of times for 10 or 20 years. They are not people who are, like, you know, cycling through a job for six months. They're really good at what they do. They really want to help you look your best. And uh, that is the secret sauce. And that is true if you're a longtime customer and it is true if uh, – uh, like me, uh, a few years ago, your first-time customer. Uh, it is O'Call, never better than head in on a Saturday morning uh, like I did actually last week. Uh, so I want to go on in and see our friends at O'Call. 
Um, we're going to take a break. Jason Smith coming up next. Jeff Gawkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Gabe time. The Gabe Coon Show. Hey, it's Gabe Coon from the Gabe Coon Show. Friday, the Grizzlies host the Denver Nuggets at 6 p.m. at FedEx Forum. Catch my show from 4 till 5.30. Then, 92.9 FM ESPN will have the pregame show from 5.30 till 6. Grizzlies versus Nuggets Friday at 6 p.m. Live, 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis Sports Station. This month is the 46th anniversary of Robert Irwin Jewelers. Get to a Robert Irwin Jewelers store near you and save big on engagement rings, anniversary bands, and... Diamond pendants. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers or online at rijewelers.com. In this market, you'll find Fisher Investments is different than other money managers. Different how? Aren't we all just looking for the hottest stocks? Nope. We use diversified strategies to position our clients' portfolios for their long-term goals. You don't just provide cookie-cutter portfolios? No. We tailor our clients' portfolios to their goals and needs. But you still sell investments that generate high commissions for you, right? No, we don't sell commission-based products. We're a fiduciary, the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. It means we're obligated to act in our client's best interest. So when do you make more money? Only when your clients make more money? Yep, we have one transparent management fee structured, so we do better when our clients do better. Sounds like you really look out for your clients. We do, because our priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. That might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. The next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through November 15th, new customers can get 75 megabit internet on the next generation Xfinity 10G network for just $20 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service. Actual speeds vary. Hey, everybody, this is Andrew Filipponi here bringing you the parlay of the day brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Week eight of the NFL. Let's get after it with the biggest games of the weekend, starting with the Steelers at home versus Jacksonville. Mike Tomlin is 45 and 40 as an underdog. Bet them outright here. Also like the Rams, plus six and a half against Dallas. Cowboys injuries at corner could hurt them against the likes of Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. Bengals are a good bet, plus three and a half. In San Francisco, with news of Brock Purdy's injury, 
And I think the Chargers will humble Chicago's rookie QB and cover a big number. A $10 bet on this parlay pays about 14 to 1. That's it for the parlay of the day. Brought to you by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel app today and make every moment more with America's number one sports book. 21 plus in President Tennessee. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call TN Redline. 1-800-889-9789. Hi folks, Bob Burkheimer, the Chevy Sheriff for Sunrise Chevy. The Sunrise Chevy Ranch has over 500 new vehicles available with interest low as 0% and rebates up to $4,000. A $10 million used car inventory specialized in a late model GM certified and cars and trucks under $10,000. Bad credit, bankrupt, slow pay, it's okay. Sunrise gets you financed when no one else can. Check out the inventory and apply online at sunrisememphis.com or call us on the phone. Come in and see us, go online or call. Any way you do it, we'll save you money at the Sunrise Chevy Ranch Partner, 385 South Houston Levy in Collierville. Something's smoking in Cordova, John. What's that? It's Topps Barbecue's newest location in Cordova, and they are now open. What's that now? Their 18th location here? Sure is, but the first one in my neighborhood, so I'm fired up. You're fired up, and so are those smokers. Hickory smoked pork, ribs, tender brisket. Can't forget the world-class burgers, the fire-braised chicken sandwich, fries, mac and cheese, and so much more. It's time to sink your teeth into all the deliciousness that Topps Barbecue has to offer. Now open at 7960 Cordova Road at Germantown Park. This month is the 46th anniversary of Robert Irwin Jewelers. Get to a Robert Irwin Jewelers store near you and save big on engagement rings, anniversary bands, and diamond pendants. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers or online at rijewelers.com. Football and basketball seasons are in full gear, and BetQL is ready to help you win more consistently this year. BetQL is an absolute game changer if you're looking to find trends to help you win. Make smarter bets on spreads, totals, player props, and more. BetQL has already helped over 300,000 people with powerful analytics and community insights. Don't fumble the ball at the goal line or airball any free throws this season. Visit BetQL.com for their free daily analysis today. That's BetQL.com. Who better to ask than Howie from Robert Irwin Jewelers? I got this white gold band, but it looks like it's turning a little bit yellow. Is that happen? Yeah, that's completely normal. All gold comes out of the ground yellow, so it's just going back to its natural state. Sometimes you have to replate it in what's called rhodium to make it bright, white, and beautiful again, just the way it was the first day you got it. That's the R.I.J. way. Free rhodium plating for life on your white gold ring from Robert Irwin Jewelers. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers or online at rijewelers.com. For nearly 18 years, we've been delivering brand new vehicles right there in the Memphis market. And now we're excited to announce that Red River has a Toyota store right here in Wynn, just a short hop across the river to get the best deal on a new Toyota than anywhere else in your state or our state. Or we can bring it right to Memphis and drop it off in your driveway. You can order yours online right now at RedRiverToyota.com and we'll bring it to you. So check us out at RedRiverToyota.com or come see us and win. Flu season is here. Protect yourself and your loved ones with a seasonal flu or senior flu shot at The Shot Nurse. With three locations, it's fast, convenient, and easy. Plus, it's free with most insurance. Or for groups of 10 or more, the nurse can come to you. Call 901-685-9999 or go to shotnurse.com to book your group appointment. The Shot Nurse is your wise choice. 
Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Show. Joined now by Jason Smith, Jason and John, every single day from 11 until 2. Jason joins me now. His uh, Chicago Bulls have already had a team meeting. Have you ever been involved in a team meeting, Jason, of any kind? Uh, uh, no, and certainly not one that lacked the leadership that that Bulls meeting did. <laughs> I mean, you just that, that's, that, that's the issue there is that thing so poorly put together. Nobody knows how to lead. Um, what a mess. Okay. What a mess the Bulls are. Uh, among the things we have to talk about and to look forward to, uh, we'll get to the Grizzlies here in a minute, but the Memphis Tigers uh, will uh, yeah. begin their play Sunday. And we know that the starters are uh, Javon Quinterly, Caleb Mills, Jake, projected starters anyway, Jake, uh, initial Jaquan Walton, David Jones, and Jordan Brown. What say mm-hmm. you? What do you think? I like it. I uh, wish it had DeAndre, obviously. We would start there. but uh, and, well, and we're, maybe, still, we're still waiting on DeAndre. We're still waiting on I'm not. I'm not giving up. Yeah. But, um, so, well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad you're not giving up, Jeff. That's good. Yeah. Because I, I, I've probably been at points where I've been ready to give up. So to hear your optimism about it, or at least a little pep in your Oh, uh, whatever. I'm just there. prepared to, until, until they okay. say no. Okay. Never. There's, I'm, no, I've given right. up on Mikey. I have not completely well, given up should. on DeAndre. I think John's. Just about finished off Mikey by himself. <laughs> he, you know, he apparently it's, has. It's been his crusade. There's no question. To get Penny, go ahead and cut that off. So uh, let's no, focus on what we got here. The five I, I, that I like we have. What do back, you think? Yeah, go back. I go back to what I said. I like it. I mean, what's obviously going to be critical is figuring out the pecking order because you've pointed this out. It's it's clear. It's so much unlike last year where you knew it going in. I mean, even with you know Kendrick Davis coming in one season, you knew he was number one. DeAndre's going to be number two. You got to figure this out. Uh, the good thing you have is a point guard to do it with, hopefully. And hopefully you've got him motivated, Javon Quinterly, you know, coming off what, what NATO said there, that, that knows that, listen, the best way to bring this thing together quickly, and it's going to need to with this non-conference schedule, is for me to figure out, you know, this pecking order. Uh, and it's not going to be easy because, again, you're going to be in big games. It's going to come down to, you know, could come down to last shots. Who's taking those shots? Uh, can you, you know, can you trust this guy's that, you know, all of them have been the guy at their previous spot. So they'll all be certainly willing to take the opportunity. So figuring that out won't be easy, but at least you've got a guy that's been through the wars, uh, a gamer, as we like to call Javon Quinley. And you figure has been schooled to this point, uh, all off season, Penny in his ear saying, look, you're good. You're the key to the chemistry. You're the key to keeping everybody happy. And so if he plays well, uh, I think this can work out well, and it needs to early. Because that's what's going to matter the most is the first 13 games. The non-conference is what's going to, what's going to matter. Because we know what's going to happen in conference season. Uh, take out the FAU two games, you should roll for, for the most part. And so there won't be many opportunities to get anything that's going to impress an NCAA tournament committee there. So the first 13 are incredibly important. It'll be incredibly important that Javon Quinley is sort of, again, 
We were calling Kendrick the, the straw that stirs the drink. Uh, you got to do it well if you're that point guard. It's going to be critical that he does it well early. All right, uh, Jason, if this year's team were to play last year's team, which team would emerge victorious? Is it game one? No, we're, we're, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna say. game of the regular season going into the AAC tournament? We're going to talk about peak of powers, healthy mm-hmm. both teams, and at least for the purpose of this exercise, assume no Mikey or DeAndre on this team, uh, but assume full health. Kendrick Davis, no rolled ankle, you know, full health on the part of uh, or you know, of last year's team. Which is the better team? I like the question, and I think the answer is this year's team if we're going, you know, at at, at full power. Um, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Kendrick Davis would get his against this team. I have no doubt about that. Kendrick Davis would get his against anybody. But the thing you've got now is rim protector. Uh, Penny has said it, and I think it's true. Uh, even without Tiafale Lenard, I think this team's going to be better defensively. You've got more active guys around the rim. Includes a a, a, a big, a real true big in Jordan Brown, but also uh, with Jordan, you know, who's active, as, was a shot blocker at Temple, just active in terms of rebounding and defensively. So my point is, if you, if you look up and down the roster, we've said this, this, this isn't breaking news. That team's more talented. The role players on this team are better than the role players on last year's team. If you're it, So if you're telling me, Peak of powers, this team's already sort of figured it out in terms of pecking order. I'll take this one all day long because, again, I think you've got more depth. You've got more in terms of rim protection. Remember, they could not stop FAU at the rim last year, win that game. You know, it's Chandler Lawson that's going for the block. You know, at least this year you've got a couple of more options. I'm not saying all of a sudden, you know, you'd love the depth more in the front court if you had a DeAndre Williams, but even without him, you've got more than you had last year. I think this team wins, again, assuming peak of powers. Best two players on that team, right? No question. No question. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's know, close. Kendrick, I'll, I'll be honest, it's close. Obviously, if DeAndre somehow gets eligible, that, that, then, that, then this team becomes I'm just, the, I'm, the I'm best just, team. You know, really. Elijah McCadden and, the, you know, who's, who, the, I can't even, the other, was it Demaria Franklin? Like yeah. those guys against these guys, I just don't think would, would stand up. And I think that's where you win the game. Interesting question. Um, yeah. All right. Grizzlies tonight. Uh, they've got um, the Nuggets coming in. And we have seen weird things in the NBA before. We've seen the Grizzlies, uh, uh, undermanned Grizzlies going to Cleveland to beat LeBron. We've seen mm-hmm. undermanned Grizzlies beat KD in Brooklyn. Um, never say never. This, this feels like a daunting task, I'll be honest. It does. I mean, I mean, everything is stacked against them, and you, now you're now you're down Canard, and that's after you know he didn't shoot the ball well. But you you wonder, okay, who's gonna who can shoot it? You know, Bain, we know, but where are the where are the long distance shots gonna come from in an offense that right now relies on them, right? And so so we're defending champions, uh, Jokic should have his way. Uh, you could, you could go down you could go down the list of reasons why you won't win this game, and yet as I drove. My son to school this morning. I said, "Just watch." Like that's the nature of things, right? I mean, it, you know, everybody's on this one side, and, and you know, Grizzlies were great at home last season. We know that uh, they're just they're sh- so shorthanded. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, really, if they played them tough through three, and then by the end of it, you don't, you just you you, you just don't have enough. Just because, uh, I mean, I, again, the way you win this game is is Jaron and Bain are both great. You know, again, if, if you get a, 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 a Jaron game that you're supposed to get offensively against the Pelicans, and obviously this is a much better team you're playing tonight, 
um, then you're either winning that game or right in it. And like I told you yesterday, Jeff, that was the non-negotiable. Those are the two guys that we said had to be at a high level just to keep this thing above water through these first 25. And so, you know, Taylor Jenkins, I, I, I put him first because that is the job. That is, to me, it's priority number one, getting Jaron more of those, you nailed it, post-touches. Getting him going there and letting the game start inside, then go outside. Build that confidence. We saw it last season. They could do it. Um, yes, you've got Jokic in there, but that's the, really the perfect opportunity. I mean, it was when Jaron Jackson Jr. was dunking on Anthony Davis last year that his confidence soared. And you, for however you've got to do it as a staff, as a head coach, you've got to get him back to that point offensively. Just get him touches. I don't care if it's in a losing effort and you go down by a ton. I'm feeding Jaron Jackson, and I'm telling him to lead us. Bain did his part. Jaron's got to do his. We know this team's shorthanded. Can't depend on guys who haven't proven it to step up and do it right now. Uh, if you're going to have a chance, it's going to have to be with those two you know, leading the way in a special way. Do you believe we will see Kenneth Lofton Jr. tonight? Man, we bet. I mean, why, why not? <laughs> but I, I'll, give Harrington, I'll give Harrington the crows. Listen to him on your show like I do every day at 10. And, you know, he was saying this before the game, that why not figure out what you've got? I, it is so clear he is in their doghouse. And, and and maybe Shane, let's be clear. And, and maybe I get it, should and be, you know. But 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 you made the mistake, what it appears right now, of giving him a four year contract last year. You didn't use him in the playoffs, and now you're telling me that at a time that you could use, you know, it's all hands on deck. You could use every big day that you're punishing him. We don't even know if he's going to be a part of this thing going forward. I'd rather have the, as Harrington said, the information, especially through these first five, before I get go get another big whether I think this guy can contribute or not. I mean, so, you know, I, I don't know what else you got to do. Run him some more, you know, he's a professional. I don't want to say run him some more laps or whatever, but get over it, get him out there because you're a team of me and you're the one who brought, who signed him. I mean, or, or, you know, right now it looks like, again, a mistake. And so let's, let's, you know, again, give Jokic something else. Throw, throw, you know, let this guy throw his weight around. We know defensively it's bad, but hell, right now you're not whole defensively. So you may as well throw the kid out there. I, I think we see him. I mean, Jake sort of said, yeah, we thought we would over the next over the next. Maybe you can get out of the doghouse and get out there. I think you should be. Let's get the info on it. It's interesting how it works. Like, I, uh, I, I've, I got a call yesterday when we opened up the phones. Someone's freshly mad at Josh. Like, once you see the state I of this that. team, right? It, yeah. it reminds you, why not? And then I got a text yesterday from someone who was freshly mad about the Steven Adams thing. Like, why didn't he have the surgery? Or why didn't they do something? Or, in fact, this person even said, are they tanking? Like, why? what, what possible reason could there be to not have better bigs when you should have known it was – you, I think like, that that is a, also that 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 one there. You know, not you know, looking at guard depth and the what was it, Shaq Harrison, whoever else, rather than big depth. You know, that does seem like a, a, a something that you could you could point to and say, what were you doing? I mean, yeah, be highly critical. You know, whatever you want to be. I just I don't I don't under especially if you knew if that you know, okay, we're not expecting anything from Lofton at all. You got any inkling? You know, and we we you know we read Zach Lowe, whatever else, but you got any inkling? That he's not. That Stephen Adams not going to be there. You know, Brand, you know Brandon's situation. How do you not go address that earlier? I, that, that does seem. I, I think that criticism of that is perfectly fair. The Josh stuff. I mean, when you look at who was out there on Wednesday, I get it. When, and, and I get being mad at Stephen, and I get being mad at Josh that they're not out there. And you and and Josh specifically because again, that was controllable. 
Stevens was not. I mean, Stevens could have had the surgery, but again, if he's going to be out, he's going to be out the entire season. He was trying to hold on, it sounds like, and see, and whatever. Back to the point, Ja's the one that's the controllable. And so I get it. It's the same feeling I sort of, again, not anger, but a frustration that when you've got Jaws is is ditching you, the media, in the locker room and doesn't want to talk in the play, you know, after after he's created some of this and you're leaving your teammates, right, the guys who are actually supposed to be behind you, you're right. supposed to be the leader, Jaron and Bain to clean it up. So so And, it, now, it's, and now it's on the court. And, and now it's exactly, on the court. Exactly, and it now up. it's on the court, Jeff. And so I understand the frustration. I think we're past the anger point because we all just want to see – I at least I know I am. I, I think most fans are. We all just want to see Ja back on the court. But I completely understand it when you get out there Wednesday, you're as shorthanded as you are, and especially in Ja's situation where you know you're not – I mean, come on. You're, you, you tell the commissioner you're not going to do it again. Ten weeks later, you're doing it again. And so, uh, yeah, that's frustrating. Um, but it's going to, it's, we're probably going to get very frustrated and probably even more so, especially if this team is, in, you know, in a, in a, you know, getting punished on the boards against the Wizards, uh, before, you know, these first 25 games are done. There's going to be many more frustrating points. As someone, ready. as someone who grew up in Memphis and, and covered the prep scene here for a long time, uh, I know you didn't see him play, but you're aware of the legend of Bobby Bingo Smith? Yeah, legendary. I mean, you, you know, you, um, you nailed it as, as, as Olena Draper would tell you the stories, you know, all day long of how good he is and oh, how good he was and, you know, what he, much like Larry, like what he could have done with a three-point line uh, is what you hear. But Bobby was always in my stories because he's uh, and remained Shelby Metro's and, and, and for most, that's Shelby County. Uh, but for Keith Gentry, it's, it's, it's this entire area. It goes over to West Memphis, obviously. Uh, all-time leading scorer, you know, and it was Joe Jackson – the, at least around here, that came the closest to getting him. So he was always in my uh, uh, Joe Jackson climbing the ranks, you know, led by Bobby Bingo Smith. I think it was his second all time. Uh, it's somebody, it was some guy before him, Monk or something like that, uh, before him that's first all time in state history. But back to the point, um, you know, for what he, you know, if you just go back, and, and I was just listening to you, you talk about the talent that was coming out of Melrose back then. Like that, the, the talent that that community, was producing and the kinds of players, the kind of player that Bobby Bingo Smith is. And, and again, a lot of his legend has been forgotten just through the, through the, because he did it in Cleveland and through as, as time has gone on, just in terms of his legend around here, not around Orange Mound, but outside of in here in Memphis, people have forgotten about him. But he was as good as any, it finished his career with his, his, uh, his, his name in the rafters. And it just goes back to, man, you look at, at, at the talent that that community has produced, what it's produced including the great Larry Finch. And uh, it's amazing. And Bobby, Bobby was, you know, one of the, one of the starting pieces of that, just in terms of finally, you know, black athletes getting opportunity both elsewhere. And then, you know, Larry, eventually, you know, you, you went through it, makes the decision to stay home. And, um, you know, those were important years and those decisions to stay or go were super important to the entire town. And uh, yeah, man, I just, I, I almost, I, uh, there's a little bit of me that's that's sad that that you know Bobby's legend just here in terms of how good a player he was, what he did, you know, what he went on to do, uh, isn't talked about as much as it should be. So I appreciated you uh, touching on that this morning. Uh, do you all do anything? What's your family do for Halloween? Uh, Faith takes uh, Chris trick or treating every Halloween. What's he gonna What's he gonna be? Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. Jeffrey probably has. You you may have, Jeff. But uh, your kids are much older now. Uh-huh. There, there's this alien 
uh, costume, and he's it, it. You can get in it, and you look like you're being carried away by the alien. It's very hard to explain, but it's a it's one of the fads this year. Yeah, and, and when you're when you're in it, it looks like an alien is running away with you. So he's already tried it out uh, on the streets here of Cordova. <laughs> Damn near caused a wreck right here in front of my house, like the people driving by, like, what the hell? You know, what is that? I mean, it, it is kind of crazy to look at, but no, and, and no, uh, no, 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 no characters or anything else. He went with fad this year and it's the, uh, I'm the looking at it right now. I'm Are looking you, at it. it, it yeah. It's, it's, it, 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 it's when you put it, it's so hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's probably the funniest costume he's ever had in his, in his now nine years, you know. Uh, that's yeah. fantastic. Well, all right, Jason. I'll be listening from 11 to 2. Thanks. Have a great weekend, yep. both. Jason and John, every single day. From 11 until 2. Um, so, um, it is interesting that, that how, once we see what the Grizzlies are now, it brings up the old frustrations. You know, the, the frustration with Ja, the frustration over the Steven decision. And let me ask you this, Jeffy. This front office which I continue to believe in and to be grateful for, honestly. Like I have said this a million times. If you have confidence in your front office, A, they're going to make mistakes, but B, it really comes as a great relief when on draft night or trade day or whatever else you can say, you know what, I, maybe not what I would have done, but I trust them. And for the longest time, we didn't have that here. And I, we do have a front office now where I fundamentally have faith in their decisions that more more of them will work out, that they have an a, 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 a insightful process as they go about all of these things. And yet, if you look at Zaire, the pick of Zaire, if you look at trading two picks up to get Jake LaRavia, David Roddy's a perfectly respectable pick for where he was picked, honestly, but, like, doesn't seem to be a... a, a doesn't seem to be a uh, burgeoning star. Um, D. Rose gets a two-year deal. Lovely sentimental choice. And, of course, that's significant more off the court, and we'll see how that works out. Uh, Kenneth Lofton Jr. gets a deal, and yet they won't even... Uh, Steven Adams, they at least didn't anticipate. Like, I'm not saying they, they could have t- had him make... Like, in the end, I think a lot of this was driven by Steven Adams. But still, here you are. Like... Where's the bigs? They, uh, well, you know, it's a. Is it fair to say, well, this hasn't been their best stretch ever? Yeah, I mean, this, I think this isn't this isn't exactly the same as drafting Desmond Bain. Yeah, I, I think it's fair. I mean, I think it's always important to note that, as you just did, front office is always going to have mixed bags. The one that, the one that kind of irritates. Yeah, which one of those irritates you the most? The one that irritates me the most is, you know, when you read Zach Lowe this week. And he includes the a line about it was like an anecdote, essentially saying there was conversation amongst NBA circles that he wouldn't might be not be ready. He might for not, months or whatever for a long or, time. Yeah. There's been speculation that Correct. he might not be ready. So to me, that either indicates one of two things: either number one, you didn't know, which how can everybody yeah, else? Yeah, but and that, that can't. Yeah, that, and that seems highly unlikely. But I also think if you knew that this was a risk, I suppose the question becomes: is at what point? Did the conversation like was it too late like into the free agency process but whatnot? It's, it's very clear though, and Chris has pointed this out. If you listen to the way they even talk about it now, the way they talked about it in the wake of his decision to get the surgery, it was, 
I'm not quoting exactly. It was, yeah, he just didn't feel like it was stable enough. He didn't. And the way they're reacting now is sort of with shock. I do believe, like, you can, we can say whatever we want about Zach Lowe, and he can write what he wrote, and I'm not saying that that's not true and that people around the league weren't skeptical about Steven Adams. The way the Grizzlies are acting, it feels like two weeks ago anyway, they really thought he was going to play. And so if they really thought he was going to play, what do you what do you have to do? Like get bring in another big to put behind um, Tillman at that point so you have three? I mean, I think you needed depth. Like I, I don't think that's that unreasonable. I mean – well, particularly because here's the other thing. Your other bigs, you know, Santi and Jaron, neither one of them is exactly a slobber knocker, right? You Correct. know what I mean? Like, so you've got nobody besides Tillman who is, does yeoman's work, but is even that undersized, right? Well, he was playing in South Haven last year. So, um, and so you don't have anyone else who's who's fundamentally a rebounding monster you yes. know and i mean i just when you look at the roster i don't think so you think you, that you more have than, more than given up two picks to move up and pick jake laravia yeah that that one bothers me the 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 way that they didn't add at least a little front court depth especially when you consider front court depth is less expensive like I, that that's the one that kind of irritates me um and again, it's as you said, I, I it's a it's a marginal believe. irritation, but I fundamentally believe in the front office, and I think I agree. Do, I, I think they'll do smart things going forward, and uh, and all of that. Um, it was there was a moment when it felt like everything they did. Uh, Justice Winslow wasn't that uh, wasn't some genius deal, um, but it felt like for a bit everything they did. Brandon Clark, the Mike Conley deal. Desmond Bain, like one at one home run after another. And no front office is going to just keep parking them over the wall. But um, I mean, Sam Presti, who's widely regarded as the shark. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.